Asterix, Hood Sprite, Kwameti Dung, Pomp and Power, Sparkling Waters on the inside, Do It Again and Sparkling Water, these are the two. Pomp and Power is in a heap of trouble and Sparkling Water making history. Uh, sparkling Water, Jet Dark's taking off, but Sparkling Water makes her statement. Jet Dark second, safe passage, Do It Again, Kwameti Dung. A replay of the recent Durban July, the biggest race in South Africa. Not to be this year for our good friend, leading rider in South Africa, Gavin Lorena, who was aboard Kometi Ding, which won last year's feature, running a pretty gallant fifth placing there behind Sparkling Water to have a bit of a chat to us. We haven't spoken to him for a few months. We say hi to Gavin Lorena there in South Africa. How are you, Gav? Very well, thank you, Andrew. Um, great to be on the show again. And uh, thank God, it was good. Well, just uh, for those that don't recall or pay close attention, it was the big race in South Africa now around a few weeks ago and Sparkling Water was the winner. Your horse ran around fifth, I think. Just a rundown of your horse's uh, performance and the winner of the race as well. Yeah, I was very pleased with committed them. Um, you know, he hadn't run for... For 70 odd days, and uh, but, you know, he had to carry top weight 60 kilos. And um, so, you know, the July is a handicap race, so he had to give quite a quite a bit of weight away, I think six and a half kilos to the winner. So, it was a very gallant run from him. Um, the race went pretty okay for me, but uh, you know, I got one or two bumps, um, that lit my horse up a bit, and he burnt a bit of energy, but he. He ran a very good race, very pleased with him, and I ride him at the end of this month in a Group 1 at Gravel again, um, wait for age, so I think he'll be a big runner there. And it seemed to be a fantastic day, not that it's your concern, but I think a new sponsorship, I think it was the uh, Hollywood uh, Betts Durban July, looks to be great atmosphere, a lot of pre- and post-race atmosphere. How was the day as close to a normal Durban July? It was amazing, if not better. Um, Hollywood Bets did a, a fantastic job. Uh, it was great to have all the people back on course. And um, I think a, I think it was a week or two before that that the government, uh, you know, said that we can, you know, go back to our normal ways, have full capacity, and it was a great day. The, the people loved it. Um, the horses loved it. The jockeys loved it. Uh, it was back to, uh, great to get back on track. Yeah, we put the race to air. Uh, it does usually run around 34 minutes uh, past start time, often runs late, but I guess people in South Africa don't have to worry about the rest of the world. But um, I just want to say the fantastic pre- and post-race atmosphere. Just going to play some audio for our listeners. Uh, this is a little bit of Lady Smith Black Mambazo. <laughs> Now, Gavin, you were probably in the mounting yard when they were performing, but I was just intrigued, and when I was sitting here in the studio and Googling up information, I discovered that Lady Smith Black Mambazo are a Huge success, five Grammy Awards, one of the biggest ever successes from South Africa in terms of music. They were a really, really big act to be performing at the races, although I guess, as I said, you couldn't really enjoy them, but they're huge in your country. 
Yes, they are. They've done phenomenally well and, you know, they're very traditional and uh, they've really got the, the South African spirit going and obviously, like you hear, the, the, the teams, um, they are truly inspirational and it's always great to see South Africans do well and to do so well all over the world. And it was great to have them on track, but like you say, I didn't hear much of it. And I think they sang the national anthem as well, uh, just before the start of the race, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, they certainly did. We're chatting to our good friend Gavin Lorena, one of the leading riders in South Africa for so many years. We love catching up with Gavin every now and again to have a chat about South African racing, life in South Africa. We spend a lot of time talking about other parts of the world that we broadcast racing. South Africa is a key part of betting in this country with the co-pooling of SuperTab in South Africa. I think it's only fair that we talk a bit about how things are faring in, in that country. So, Gavin, we know that the last few years, a lot of challenges in South Africa, a lot of um, financial issues with racing and that, but we mentioned Hollywood bets. We mentioned the big crowd on track for your feature race day. That gives a lot of exposure in general, as one of the leading riders, are things picking up now over there? Yeah, we, we're hoping so. Um, you know, things are looking positive. Um, you know, obviously, when we go on this February, and I went to stake, so the stake money is not that great, but looking very forward to the summer and what full racing has in store for us. And um, I put regards to Cape Racing. Uh, Hollywood Bet have taken over Cape Racing now uh, alongside Greg Ball. Uh, uh, a big owner in, in in racing in South Africa. So we're looking very forward to how they're going to transform um, that part of the horse racing and looking forward to the future. Um, things are looking positive and I think we've just got to stay positive. I notice your name a lot given we have this friendship going. You wrote a few winners the other night when I was broadcasting the racing from Turf and Tain and you seem to be riding a few uh, fairly well-fancied runners, so you're getting good books of rides. How have things been going for you this season in general? Yeah, I've had a great season. Um, you know, I haven't done a lot of travelling. I've travelled in Akashi. Um, obviously, one the you know, the Cape Town's biggest race on committed Ding, uh, the Cape Met. So that was a, a great victory. And um, I've had some nice group winners this season. I think I'm about fifth or sixth on the on the national log and I'm very pleased. Um it's all gone it's all gone well. Uh July is my birthday month and I've had a fantastic month. So we just gotta keep going. Just an interesting question from South Africa's point of view. Um the whip rules that a lot of discussion is taking place in this country we saw in the last week uh the UK with some major whip reforms, um, especially the forehand position and excessive use uh, being cracked down. In South Africa, things are slightly different, are they not? I say that, and I mean it's just a different way of life. I've seen uh, horses moved into the barriers over there with attendants with a huge giant whip hitting the ground, not the horse, but you know, striking the ground with a huge whip to move the horse forward. There's no doubt that the culture and things are different over there, and We've seen, you know, bodies across the world bow to maybe minorities, not majorities. But uh, what's your view on the whip re- review that's taken place in many parts of the world, but not so much South Africa? Yeah, look, we're down to 12 smacks um, per race. And if we get, you know, if we go over 12, we, we get fined quite severely. And sometimes it's a weak suspension. So... 
you know, we are we are going in that direction. Uh, you know what? Uh, the crops we use aren't um, they aren't nasty or nice. You know, they make us sound more than anything. But uh, you know, to transform the sport and you know to get the bunny hunters off our back, I think it's not a bad thing. Because you would agree with me that it is a culture different things, isn't it? As I said, that I couldn't imagine a stable person at Flemington or at Ascot walking behind a field of horses with a whip striking the ground, nowhere near the horse just to move it forward. But as I said, I see that from time to time take place on South African racing coverage. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a hard question to answer. Um, you know, obviously they don't start them with the, with the whip, but, you know, it's to encourage them to, to get into the starting gate. Um, they would only do that if the horse really kicks out. Uh, otherwise, they would use the, the bundlers, uh, you know, the big guys to, to push them into the gate. But if it's a horse that's got a history of, of kicking out, um, they would chase it up with, with the whip. And how are the grooms going? It's... Um... Obviously, a great indication of culture over there. A lot of the grooms live at the racetracks. Um, there's been a few interesting situations over the years with pay and protests and so on. But they are a, a key part of the industry. Without the grooms, racing doesn't go anywhere. How how is that end and the start of the, uh, I guess you could say, the, the racing tree? How is that part of racing going? Yeah, I think it's going really well. Um, like you say, that, I mean, they are the lifeblood of the sport. It wouldn't be possible to to get races to the track and you know so forth uh, without them. Uh, they're very important, and you know the, I'm very glad to say that all racing and industry have taken big notice of them, and uh, you know their living conditions have uh, improved dramatically. Uh, they Studio 88 have got a few initiatives going with them, so I think that's really great. So, so, Gavin, you're you're a hero over there. You're a celebrity. You're a star. You're one of the leading riders. You won the Melbourne Cup of South African Racing just over a year ago, the Durban July. We talk about the 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 class system over there, the have-nots, the haves, and the way of life, and so on. The grooms, who, as you say, just earn a very very small wage, but they desperately survive and live on that with their families. Would you are you are you the sort of person that would gravitate and spend some time with them given though the key part they play in racing even though you'd be just as comfortable with with the you know the owners and the well-paid celebrities of racing spending time with you they, I guess they would gravitate towards you but do the riders and jockeys appreciate the grooms and those at the end of the industry are you able to spend time with them when you're at racetracks and say hello and 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 and, and sort of I'm not say form a friendship but you must see them all the time when you're at racetracks given they're a key part of the industry yeah, look, I get on very well with the grooms, and uh, you know I've got a very high respect for all of them. And they're fascinating men, and uh, you know they always trying to do their best. I've always got a lot of time for them, and you know always go out of my way to to say hi to them and other conversations. And uh, I've you know I've been very lucky, and I've got some good relationships, and. 
Hey, Gav, um, the main two tracks you, you're riding at these days, aren't they? The the Turfentain and Vale tracks. Greyville's a bit further away for you. Is that is that the most gravita? Is that how your racing week just evolves around now? Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, we're racing two, three days a week in, in Johannesburg. Obviously, it's our winter racing, and the tracks are starting to firm up now. We still got some good grass grass coverage, but. Uh, I'm sure you've seen that uh, the frost takes over and, you know, the grass dies to a brownie colour. Not, not very nice in the eye, but uh, the tracks are still in good condition. And then I travel down to, to Gable when I have to. I think I'll be there at the end of the month. Um, next week, Saturday, I'm in Cape Town. Uh, there's a group race there, so I'll, I'll fly down to Cape Town. And, yeah, just looking forward to the new season. Uh, 1st of August, the new start. Fantastic. And life in terms of COVID and, and so on, South Africa's always been a country that, even at the worst of it over recent years, um, you press on, you push on, you know no different. you just uh, resilient people. Your dad gives me a lecture when I speak to him about resilience. Uh, he can talk for 30 minutes on that, but uh, life in general in South Africa, Gavin? Yeah, well, shit. Um, you know, thank goodness uh, we over this, this, this COVID um pandemic, should we call it. People are looking more relaxed, uh, enjoying life. It's great to see the kids out and about and not covered with face masks and, you know, all that rubbish. So it's looking forward, it's looking positive. Um, you know, obviously we've got a lot of people that are unemployed, which is not good for the country, but, you know, things are starting to look better. Um, besides the petrol price, things are starting to look good. Terrific to chat to you, Gavin. We'll speak again later in the year. Good luck as you round out the season. You're having a fine time and uh, well-deserved. Say hi to your dad, and we always enjoy having a chat to you about South African racing. All the best, Gavin. Thanks for taking the call.